Welcome to the Food Freedom Habit Podcast, where you can find freedom from food crazies using nothing but your own brain. With me, Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach. Would you like permanent food and body peace without tracking one trigger or calorie? Whether you're dealing with overeating, binge eating, bulimia, food obsession, body hate, or the endless diet cycle, we do all this without delving into past trauma, starting yet another food plan, or monitoring every meal. Live a free life aligned with your health and values. If you're ready for something real, you're in the right place. All episodes are 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Hello, this is Coach Lydia Knight, and we are ending eating disorders and freeing women from every cage. And freedom is noticing how people treat you. So we only get upset when people treat us worse than we treat ourselves. And a beautiful aspect of this journey of freedom is that as we learn to see ourselves in higher esteem, when we learn to have a confidence and a security and a standard and a love for ourselves, then we start noticing how people around us are treating us below that standard because it's changed. A great example of this is one of our clients was celebrating. She's like, you know what? Like my father-in-law has always said these really belittling things and I never really noticed because I thought they were true. When he said offensive things to me or, you know, when he criticized what I was doing, it was just sort of like a, oh, well, yeah, I, I guess I am kind of a loser or I guess I am doing things wrong or I guess I am not good enough. And it was almost something that came out as invisible because she agreed. And she was celebrating. She's like, now when he says those things, First, I had to realize that they weren't true. First, I had to find that freedom within myself. But now that I have that, I see the contrast. When he brings those things up, I get to call that out. I get to have communication around it because it's not okay to talk to me that way because I don't treat me that way anymore. And I expect other people to show up with the same love and respect and care that I give myself at the least. And so it's a really beautiful thing to notice how people treat you that is in contrast to how you treat yourself because how you treated yourself is of higher quality. And that's a beautiful aspect of freedom. And freedom is media awareness. Once we have it in our awareness, then we can change it. And a lot of times when we're consuming media, especially when we're in this place of, you know, restriction and so much struggle with food and with body, then the things that align with what we already think of ourselves, they just scroll by and they're just reinforcing those same ideas. And when we're in, when we've really done the work and we have the freedom where it's like, I've sorted through these thoughts. I've gotten the support that I need to change my brain. I am now aware of why the problem started and how I ended it. I have predictable freedom and permanent freedom. Then we have an awareness at a whole different level with media. So instead of just like, oh, of course, every image of every woman that I see is airbrushed and they're all very thin and they're all very young and they're almost 100% white, then you can see once you're on the side of freedom of like, oh, wow, it's really interesting that these are the sorts of bodies that I'm being shown. Oh, wow, that's a really impossible image. That's not even a real woman. That is a computer, <laughs> it's a computer animated human being. And to be able to have that awareness and to be able to challenge that, to be able to notice how women are treated in stories, to be able to notice who's being represented and who's not, we have an awareness of those things when we have a freedom ourselves. And freedom is getting to enjoy new aspects of health. So when we are looking to 
to lose weight, when that is our focus, and when we are in the struggle with food and body, the access that we have to what is healthy and healthy behaviors and things that support and nourish us is incredibly narrow because everything loops back to, but will it make me thinner? So, oh, I'm gonna start walking. That's a healthy thing. Will it make me thinner? Okay, great. Oh, I'm gonna do this other thing. Will it burn calories and make me thinner? Okay, awesome. Okay, I'm gonna do this exercise or I'm gonna do eat this way or I'm going to wear this thing and it all comes back to, will it make me thinner? And when we are at peace in our bodies, where we are effortlessly at our set point weight, where we are at peace with food and body, when we love ourselves, then our ability to be healthy exponentially expands with our options and our knowledge and what we have access to. So instead of, oh, will walking burn more calories or will running burn more calories? Okay, well, I'm going to run because that burns more calories because we're only focused on, okay, will it make me thinner? It's, wow, running actually isn't the most efficient thing for my body. Running actually is something that creates more injury and strain, and then I have to spend a longer amount of time not working out. And what's really cool about walking is that it really helps like my lymphatic system. And that is really where I wanna focus right now is clearing out my lymphatic system. And isn't it cool that walking is that, you know, lymphatic pump of being able to, you know, really uplevel my health. And we're thinking of what is gonna serve our bodies best as opposed to what will get us to thinnest, quickest. And there's, our human bodies are so incredibly amazing and complex and they have an incredible capacity to heal and show up and transform and support us in such phenomenal ways. And when we're not trying to force it to do anything or be anything, and when we're just like, hey, human body, here's what I'm going to do to nourish you so you can do what you do best is so many amazing things. keeping me healthy and pumping my heart and breathing my lungs and, you know, having the right ion balance inside my cells and outside my cells, that the aspects of health just open up in such a beautiful, beautiful way. So you can have these new aspects that weren't available to you when it all went back to, will it make me thinner? And freedom is aging with joy. So I remember back in my crazy days with food and just feeling so uncomfortable in my body, like to the point where I would look in the mirror and I would just break out into tears because I was just so disgusted and horrified about my, my body. And I had this awful moment that just landed on me like a ton of bricks where I looked in the mirror and I was so horrified and I was planning all the things that I needed to do to make my body okay to make myself thinner, to restrict myself, to make this shape differently, to get rid of that thing. And I remember being so dissatisfied and so frantic about it. And it hit me that if I feel this bad now, what is it gonna be like to age? What is it gonna be like when I look in the mirror and I'm an older woman? How on earth could I deal with that on top of already feeling so dissatisfied with my body. And for so many of us in this aspect of struggle and this frantic race to try to make our bodies okay, that aging on top of that, when we're not only supposed to be thin, but we're supposed to be young forever, is a really terrifying thing to look at. And a beautiful aspect of freedom is aging with joy. 
is feeling just as beautiful when you look older, is feeling more beautiful and worthy and desirable and sexy every year of your life, that you get older and older and older. And radiating that knowing is such an incredible aspect of freedom because if you're going to keep living, you're going to keep aging. And so to be able to do that joyfully is such a beautiful aspect of freedom. And freedom is releasing bias. So the things that we have bias about within ourselves, that internalized uh, fat phobia, that internalized sexism is something that when we feel it about ourselves, it impacts the people we we interact with as well. So if we, even though we intellectually might know differently, if we show up in a way in our lives that communicates with our own brains of women who are thinner are better, women who are more aligned with the traditional beauty standard are more worthy or more successful, then not only is that going to hold us back from opportunities and that bias is going to hurt us, it's going to hurt every aspect of the people we interact with. So for instance, if we're in charge of a hiring for our company, there's going to be a bias within ourselves of, oh, this woman looks more like the traditional beauty standard, the patriarchal beauty standard. So there's a bias toward hiring her, even if she might not be the most capable person for the job, but that bias is there. It's in interacting with our friends or yeah, I wanna do a project with this person because they're prettier because they look more like the images of women that I see most often. So it's a huge problem. And a wonderful part of freedom is to not be part of that problem anymore, where we don't have that bias toward ourselves and we don't have that bias toward other people. And releasing that bias means that we can hire the people who are best for the job, that we can partner with the people who will enjoy it most, where we can be friends with the people who are most connected to, and to not have that junk of bias and how we read people's physical appearance be something that's impacting the things that it should have nothing to do with. And freedom is having an abundant league. <laughs> so you've heard the saying of, oh wow, she is totally out of his league or he is totally out of her league. This idea of there's this league of people that are available to be in a relationship with as in you've got to match this way in physical appearance or wealth or status or whatever it is to have these people that are available for you to date or be in a relationship with or be intimate with or whatever it is. And a wonderful aspect of freedom when it comes to food and body is that you have an abundant league, as in you have so many more people that are available to you to date or to be in relationships with or to interact with in lots of different wonderful ways when you're stepping into your own worthiness because we hold ourselves back from this so much. We say, wow, I hate my body. My body's unacceptable. So how can I hope to be with someone with a better body? I'll put that in you know quotes here because that's a ridiculous thing. And then we step into our worthiness on the side of freedom where we're like, my body's amazing. My body is awesome. I am not my body. I do not determine my worth by what my body looks like or how my body is shaped. And all of a sudden, all of these wonderful people open up to us because we're open to those wonderful people. And to be able to have the option of interaction at a deep level with more people in this world and to feel that worthiness is such a beautiful aspect of freedom. And freedom is feeling good 
at every age. When we struggle with food and body and when we, even if we intellectually know that it's wrong, but when we deep down buy into that thinner and younger is better, then it makes us miserable because we're always less young <laughs> every single moment that we're alive. And this constant, I've got to be thinner and I've got to figure out how to do that and I'm only worthy if I do that, is so incredibly miserable as in the longer that we are living on this earth, the older that we're getting. And we tend to, in our culture, ignore women and see them as invisible the older they get. And it's not only an, an awful aspect of our culture that absolutely needs to change, but we also show up in a different way where we feel less worthy as we age or where we see, you know, you know, 40 is even worse than 30 and, you know, 20 was the only okay age. And a wonderful aspect of freedom to have peace with your food, peace with your body is that you get to feel good at every age. You get to see that there are so many benefits to being 40 that just weren't there when you were 20. You get to see that there are so many incredible opportunities at 60 that just weren't available at any other age. You get to see the benefit of being older. You get to see the not so greatness of being younger, but you get to see that there's just beauty and worthiness and opportunity at every age that didn't exist at the others. And you just get to be present and you get to enjoy. And that's a wonderful aspect of freedom. Thanks for tuning in. If you felt a spark here and want to see how these principles can work in your own life, here is your next step. Pop over to lydialifestyle.com slash session. That's lydialifestyle.com slash session, where you can book a free session with our team. We'll give you a call and together find clarity on three things. One, the exact cycle you keep getting sucked into. Two, what isn't working with your approach. And three, what's missing to close the gap between food prison and food freedom. We have helped free hundreds of women all over the world from their food struggles. These are proven principles that work, no matter how long you've been stuck. This is Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach, signing off. Mwah!